You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, everybody. You know what I like to do before the show starts is tell you about the Patreon. But you know what? I'm not going to give you the whole spiel. So just give me your money. Patreon.com slash NWT podcast. Thanks. So, F. Michael Haney, what's the most helpful way that kind of be a preface to the episode? For sure. I, I think I think the easiest way to describe it is that um, the recording we made the other day and what is the podcast that I just listened to today and laughed buckets and and felt like I was going to cry buckets. You listen back, yeah. I just, I miss, I miss all three of you so much and... I know it seems really <laughs> egotistical to think that like listening to us makes me laugh, but... No way, I get it. <laughs> We're funny as hell. <laughs> but but I think I think what's interesting was I, I didn't really flag it, but it was the first time we had all talked, all four of us, um, in in our dynamic as four people that we've known each other for more than a yes. decade. Um, it was the first time since I've been using solely they them pronouns. Yeah. After after I kind of started talking about it more publicly. I've had so many incredible young people, especially reach out and, and talk to me about, you know, oh, it's so amazing to hear that someone I followed is going through this situation or, you know, learning this about themselves and having this growth point. Um, you know, you're inspiring to me. And the funny thing is I, I want to be like, I'm a rookie. Like I, I might be a grown, grown adult, but like there's so many people who've been dealing with, with all, all, all of the things from the, you know, horribly negative judgmental things to the really amazing, positive, like embracing community things um, a lot longer than I have. So, you know, I'm, I'm still learning. Like I, I didn't suddenly, you know, get a first class ticket to understanding what it's like to be gender nonconforming and gender non-binary and those things. I just kind of felt like there were suddenly new words that applied to me right. better. There were, I, I said it in a, a small thing that I wrote on Instagram that was talking about how the color blue didn't exist back in the day. And that like nowhere in the Odyssey, anywhere do they ever reference the color blue. It's not because the ocean wasn't blue or the sky wasn't blue. It's because no one had taken the time to put a name to that color. It was always usually like green or something like that. And, and as we're getting better about understanding intricacies and differences that I, I think it's, it's an evolution of human language to, to talk about, about gender that way. And what we all have to understand and have patience for on all sides of this is that vernacular is a growing 
like a growing art. So, so where all of where all of this you know cerebral conversation that we you can get into as much as you want to is, um, we happen to record the most amazing, strange growing moment for me and three of my best friends in the whole world, which was the first time we'd had a spoken conversation with all three of us um, since I I stopped using the pronouns he, him, his. So to listen to a really fun conversation and, and the way you've heard the morons before, the way you've seen them before. And I think listening to people go through a normal conversation during this growing period, you know, I, maybe, maybe I should have at some point in time said like, Hey, like we are saying he sometimes, and that's cool. I'm not mad, but like also maybe let's use they, them. But at the same time, I also am still figuring that out. It's pretty important, though, to point out that it was after we recorded this and we all we all know we love each other and the love is like yeah. so palpable when we're all hanging out and talking. But because we respect one another, Andrew Kober mm. is the one that brought it to my attention. And I'm just so comfortable in our dynamic as it's always been that, you know, I was I was not catching myself. But thank God he told me because yeah. this is exactly the kind of information I need to like be more conscious of it and and respectful to you and also that entire community. And uh, there's truly nothing more thrilling than hearing your friends say, by the way, I figured a gigantic thing out about myself so and I am more to... me than I ever have been. That's like a beautiful thing. And I always want to be respectful of that. And I'm sorry I missed the mark a couple times in this episode. I mean, I, I think the thing, and, and I mean, I say this in the best way, that is the greatest thing that a friend could with the second you try to figure it out you will discover how gendered our our society is and right now i'm going to give you my favorite one that i've learned your brother's children you are a what an uncle to my brother who just had a child i am a you got me yeah yeah right it's so funny i had to look it up i had to look up what i was cuz i didn't know well, what are you well, the, the word that the community, again, people who are far smarter, more researched and linguistics people more than me have decided that for, for a parent's sibling, that the word, though it sounds a little weird because I'm not used to it, is pibbling. Pibbling? Yeah. That's kind of the most adorable word I've ever heard in my entire life. Pibbling. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and it makes sense that you're like, oh, look, these are my aunts and uncles. Instead, you can go, it's my pibbling. Yeah. What's up, pibbling? Yeah. <laughs> I love and pibbling. It's just, it's, just a great, it's just a great thing because I, I never have had to Google what am I supposed to be called. Right. Yeah. Like, I think we're discovering that, that gender and gender identity and gender expression and sex and sexuality, they are so many vast different things. And it's not a scale of like one to 10, like, oh, am I, am I just like, you know, a good like middle, am I a five or a 5.5 that, that I'm not, I'm not quite a man, but not, not yet a woman. Um, or as Brittany would say, um, but instead, no, I was like, no, it's, it's not that it's, it's it's something beyond that it's it's not looking at it's not looking at like at one end of the spectrum there is one like the the color white and at the other side there is the color black and then everything else is gray no it's that there's no such thing as white and black that everything is this everything is this nebulous venn diagram that is many spheres overlapping and 
we're all, we're all, and I don't blame anyone, we're trying to use language as, I mean, from one songwriter to another songwriter, we have always used language to try to describe how we feel, to describe emotions, to describe things that we can't put words to. And so we as a society right now are, are struggling with that because we went, no, 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 we decided a long time ago that there's he and she and that he's can like she's. And, and recently we've decided that he's can like he's and that she's can like she's. And, and now we're going, I think, I think we're better than that. I think we're, we're more evolved than that of thinking about how we discuss and figure ourselves out. And maybe one day it just won't be such a thing. I just, I want to say um, thank you because engaging in this conversation is something that you and I could, could and do and will continue to do in private. Um, Absolutely. To use this platform. And granted, like, I'm still really trying to figure out my comfort level about talking about it. Yeah. Well, don't don't worry about it being public because nobody listens to this podcast. So this is basically a private conversation, just the two of us. <laughs> That's good. That's good to know. That's good to know. If, if there's one thing that we can agree on, it's that the greatest word in the dictionary henceforth is pibbling. <laughs> pibbling. I love pibbling. It's so dope, that just like made my day. F Michael, I really appreciate you coming and and just kind of sharing a little bit and talking to me. And uh, I love you very much. And now I, I hope do. everybody just sits back and enjoys us being complete nimrods and hanging with our pals. <laughs> yeah. And anytime you hear someone say he and it references me, just know that they were feeling they and that we've had a conversation about it. That's and, right. Uh, that that's how this works. That's how this works. Like you don't get it immediately. You you. I mean, if you do, awesome. Spread the word. Help out. Yeah. You know, like, it's it's a it's a process, and even the people that you love are still processing because it's the language that is challenging. Right. Not not loving. Loving's not the hard part. Well, the easy part for me always. F. I love you. I love you. Hello, it's everyone's favorite thing to squish their toes into. Drew Gasparini here with another amazing episode of Now We're Talking. The podcast that never forgets to moisturize. This week's episode, we don't have one guest. We don't have two. We have three. And along with me, the four of us make up a collective of best pals, collaborators, writers, and performers. We're a foursome of goons, dummies, dopes, idiots, scoundrels, and nerds. Separately, we are Alex Brightman, Andrew Kober, F. Michael Haney, and Drew Gasparini. Together, we are adorably known as the morons. Ladies and gentlemen, theys and thems, now we're talking with my besties and yours, the morons. Well, hey, I gotta say, I saw all of you not too long ago. I got dinner with Alex a couple months ago. I got lunch with Cobra a couple months ago. Uh, I went and saw you in a reading. You're looking all like, when was this? I oh, went and yeah. saw you in the reading and you and I had a nice, lovely yeah, chat was, and well, bite yeah, afterwards. And I was in Chicago not too long ago, last month, and I got mm -hmm. to see F and uh, you know something? I like all you individually, but I really miss the days when we would all hang out uh, all together and it and not that any specific memories come to mind but sometimes when i'm visiting friends on the upper west side and i'm walking in the 80s those times where alex lived on 84th and cobra lived on 86th and i lived on 105th and f would take a sleep on a, a couch he would take a submarine <laughs> from from whatever country he lived in 
to hang out with us. I just miss those days so much. They were so uh, pivotal in my time out here in New York. I, New York, I think about it all the time. Did I misuse the word pivotal? No, that's good. Pivot. Oh, all right. Uh, but I, I just, I just, I, it's a joy to see you guys. I hardly get to see all four, all three of you together. And it's, it, I just miss you. That's all. That's all I wanted to say. Miss you too. Oh. I mean, miss us too. I feel very connected to High Is High Life still there? Anyone yeah. have a High Life check recently? High Life last night. I, or, I oh, had yeah? food from High Life last night. Seven out of ten. So, um, <laughs> yeah, but you can get anything. You, you can, can get anything. sushi and pasta. High Life and, doesn't know what it is, and that's yeah. the best part of High Life is they got the sushi. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I get I get the teriyaki bowl. Very, guys, very This different. is off subject. Do you guys remember when F lived deep in the heart of Brooklyn or Queens or whatever? Um, where'd you live? What was it called? What was the street I you lived on? Uh, I lived on Halsey Street. Halsey Street. 58 stops on the L train. 11 stops out in the L train, right? 11? Uh, 10. I was never there. 10 stops. And then uh, F was like, you guys got to come out here. You guys got to leave Manhattan. And we're like, no. And then F moved to Manhattan. And then Drew and I moved out to Queens. All three of you fucked off immediately. That's right. That's right. But that wasn't on purpose. I just thought that was super funny. I mean, I at least had I had memory. the good sense to you know, I remember I had a hard boundary that I, for me, I wouldn't cross uh, 14th Street, 96th Street, 6th or 9th Avenues. Yeah. No, that, was pretentious... New, that was New York City. No, I was oh. the worst. Oh my well, but God. then I moved to New Jersey. So, you know, I got mine in the end. You, I got mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Now F, uh, now F's in Chicago eating deep yeah. dish. Had Portillo's today. Great. Really great. That's what is that? Portillo's is like hot dogs and they got burgers and it's like a beef sandwich. Jesus, Oof. how are you going to do your show with that much diarrhea? What's yeah. a beef sandwich? <laughs> Honest to God. Yeah, it propels me across the stage. Wow. Just uh, Yuck. Did dumb. we ever tell the story of uh, of uh, when you were doing Hunchback and we went to dinner? Did F shit in his pants and Hunchback too? No, no, no. I've never heard this story. Can I? Yeah, go for it. All right. So uh, my wife Farah and I were were in Maine, where we where we vacation frequently. Her parents live there. We were in Maine while F happened to be doing Hunchback of Notre Dame at the Agunquit Playhouse. Yes, of course. Playing Quasimodo. Yes, you of don't course. miss this, right? I missed it. I missed it too. So. Well, one, but if you were already in Maine, you'd go. Of course. <laughs> if there was zero pressure or consequence, <laughs> that is I would the, that is the only friend. criteria for me about anything. If you, are, if you already had plans to be in Maine, yeah. you would have seen him. If you coincidentally were in Maine. For real, I heard F was amazing in the part, but yes, of course. And that's true. That's true. So we and now F to, stop me if I'm if I'm telling the story wrong, but no, you're, you're, you're spot on so far. Well, yeah. In that you did a show. He hasn't said anything. Hey, wait, the only detail so far is that he was in Maine. Exactly. Yeah. So we took him to, uh, sorry, we took, we took F to a uh, restaurant called, it's like a very famous lobster shack. It, it's, it's like barnacle billies. I think it might be called. Yeah. And that sounds right. One of the best lobster shacks in the world. All right. We take F there and we go, we're really selling the lobster. I think we, I think we said that like, you know, dinner's on us. We really want to, this is like the best thing. We can't wait to see the show. And I think it was a between shows dinner. Does that? It was between was? shows. That's correct. Yeah. So we ordered like a two pound lobster and some of the garlic bread and corn and whatever. And F ordered and I'll never forget it. I know you won't. Two hot dogs and a black coffee. No. <laughs> That, now let me most, explain. That, is, that should come. That should come with a noose. 
That was the most depressing. Is that how you remember it? Here's the thing. They named the dish after him after this meal, I believe. But the reason that I did that was because my first day in Agunquit, Maine, I was like, oh, I got to try these lobster rolls. And I had one and my um, throat kind of swole up shut. And so I went, oh, "Oh, I think I'm allergic to lobster. And then I didn't really at the time have the heart to tell my friend who was like, oh, man, we're all the way here to see you. And I was like, I would love to see you between shows in this show that's absolutely kicking my butt. But I want to spend every second I can with you. So we got to this place. and I was like, there'll be something not lobster that I can order that won't be weird. Um, and there wasn't. It yeah, was just hot dogs. Super not weird. To... We could have gone elsewhere. I mean, I know, but you were very excited because you were like, "Oh, we always go to this place," and I was like, "Absolutely." Lobsters are basically the hot dogs of the sea. So, well, that's not true. But also, if they if they'd come to the show that night and all of a sudden I was like, <laughs> it probably would have been a bad idea. I don't know. For Hunchback, I feel like that could have worked. <laughs> yeah, and you know, we really respected F's choices, and and uh, and they yeah. did a great show that night. Appreciate I'll tell you that. Uh, but it was, uh, it was a surprising order and it was, uh, it was a thrill to watch it all take place. And then also like, I can't think of anything I would do a worse show on than two hot dogs and a black coffee. Yeah, but you don't know. Well, that's F. true. F, F used true. to do this. I'm not kidding. There's another F story. I love this. We were in a cab one time and he had to go sing somewhere. And then on our way down, you're like, I'm going to stop at McDonald's. Yep. Yeah, I was going to bring up. I was going to bring that and up. And he and I go, "How are you? Why are you eating McDonald's?" He goes, "Because it lubes up my vocal cords." Which yeah. is what scientist told you this? Double quarter pounder with cheese and a large fry. There it is. That was the move. And that was after I had cut. I had cut soda. I used to when when Brightman and I were doing a show uh, in uh, what was the mountain range? The Adirondacks. Adirondacks. <laughs> We would stop. I only this. know based on the mountain ranges I'm near where I'm performing. <laughs> we would go to this Burger King because uh, there were no other places that had food. And that's they, not true. There was a very healthy bakery not far. They had one of those machines, one of those uh, soda machines that had the instructions on how to make different mixed drinks there. And there was one called Black Gold that was three quarters Coca-Cola, one quarter Dr. Pepper. And I swear to God. A topper of Dr. Pepper. This sounds like it makes my teeth hurt listening to this. It was so good. Can I say? It was so good. It was so good. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Cobra, your at-bat entrance music. What is it? Oh. Oh, boy. Um, well, all right. So is this aspirational or realistic? I mean, like, I don't think you're going to be playing for the fucking major leagues anytime soon. All right. So like, <laughs> wow. 
I mean, honest, honest to God, the first song that came to mind was Old Town Road. <laughs> and I think just as far what? as as capturing my kind of vibe, you know what I mean? Like kind yeah. of my whole thing. It feels it feels right because I'm mm. from the West. No. And uh, because I love, love Billy Ray Cyrus. <laughs> yeah. And you know that Lil Nas X and I have been friends. That's not true. That's not true. Oh, because I that would believe for a second. I believed that for for some odd reason. No, but I do you remember I am friends with a very famous rapper. Do you remember? Oh who yes, it is? yes, yes, Kid Cudi. But every time someone says Kid Cudi, you go, "Oh, you mean Scott or whatever his <laughs> fucking real name is?" It's Scott. Yeah, it's Scott. <laughs> it is Scott. But that's not what I, I don't do that. Oh no, no, you've done it several times. Uh, F. Michael, same question. What do you think? Um, I feel like. I would try to be cool and do some like remixed, like uh, uh, like an artist I'd never heard of, but them doing something that was already a remix, like them doing like mm-hmm. Walk This Way, but a cover of the Run DMC version of Walk This Way that's a cover of Aerosmith. <laughs> so by the time right. you got to bat, everyone is like, I, I heard 12 <laughs> seconds of something. I don't know what the fuck this is. What the fuck? It's like a Xerox of a Xerox yeah. of a Xerox. Yeah, very layered. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Okay. Though. Yeah. That keeps them on their toes. Cool. Brightman, yeah. how about right. you? Beginning and end of list, Thunderstruck, ACDC. Okay. Beginning and end <laughs> of list. I like that. No backups. I would walk up I would walk up to Dear Lucy, my own song, with F singing it. Oh, that's cool. You absolutely would. Yeah. Too. Now when we were uh, up in the woods, uh, Alex wasn't there. Alex was in Los Angeles, I believe, making some television. But F and F and Drew and I went to the woods and we went to a minor league baseball game and we all fell in love with yeah, the same Josh Bro. Josh Bro. Oh, you guys were ta- texting that recently and I didn't have the guts to be like, "Hey, I I remember that cuz I don't I didn't remember that." And that's why. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't have the guts. He's the catcher <laughs> for the uh Hudson Valley yes, Renegades. That's right. Yeah. And he's an Adonis unbelievable. as well. He hit three home runs. Three home runs in a seven-inning game. He's oh my god. Incredibly good looking. He's just like this really amazing specimen. He was the MVP by a mile. Yeah, we all followed him on Instagram immediately. I know. <laughs> I still like, I love it when he pops a story. Like, he doesn't do a lot of stories, but sometimes it'll pop up. I'm like, what I love when he pops a story. <laughs> the same thing you did. I laughed immediately at pops a story. That's fantastic. <laughs> when he pops a story. Holy you shit. <laughs> that is a Oh. <laughs> I love that. I miss Josh Bro. That time in the woods, by the way, which is a funny, you know, out of context, that phrase by itself could be daunting and spooky. But like that time in the woods was Our actually a really woods. good time. Not to make you have any FOMO, which I know you already do not. But Brighty, next time, Papa yeah. Story still is making That's me giggle. Best. I'm sure, I'm like I'm literally fighting back more laughter because that just made me laugh. <laughs> so. What's the proudest you've been? of each other and i feel like we can just do like you can pick one and i can there's a couple i'll I'll say mine i'll say mine for f cobra and alex i'll go right in a row for f because we were all there for it it was a big deal opening night your opening night of wicked as bach that was super fun and it was right before one of my favorite times with cobra which is when we all went up except for f because he was in wicked you got married like that weekend I did, yeah. But that's that's not my Cobra favorite uh, proud thing. My proudest moment of Cobra is when you yeah. had your first son Asher. I thought that was Jolie, not so much. Jolie, <laughs> he's not, my only son. Jolie, not so yeah, much. Jolie. Yeah, your first child. Jolie, I mean, but that was a proud anyone. moment. And then same thing with Alex, just because we were all there and it was a big deal. 
School of Rock, that opening night was so cool. We were all sitting right there in the mez, mm-hmm. rocking the brighty yellow shades, uh, being on brand for our boy. Mm-hmm. And it was just, that was a thrill. All right, now it's all your guys' turn. This is a Twitter question. What's your proudest moment of each of us? Brighty, let's start with you. Oh, boy. I wish I got these in advance. Um, I got to say, I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to like bite on one, but I, when I got to first see Asher and see one of my friends be a dad, it yeah. wasn't ha- at the diner, yeah. At that diner, right? Um, I was, um, oh, yeah, yeah. that was like, you know, that kind of day was like in the like middle of that day. I was like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> another another child of mine, like my fr- child friend of mine has a child. Like it was so yeah. grown up and odd and very cool. Mm. Uh, for F, it was, I think when, I think the proudest so far I've been is when you post on your story about about exploring your pronouns. I was, I really yes. just enjoy, I enjoyed yeah. the sort of openness oh. and I enjoyed the sort of like that it's an exploration and that it's yes. sort of a thing. I don't know. That was just like one of those moments where I don't know if it was pride. I was just like happy for you. Um, and also I'm just always proud of you. I've known you the longest. Thanks, so, um, yeah. let's see. <laughs> uh, I was thinking of Drew cause I'm not typically proud of drew but uh, <laughs> the least disappointed i've ever been in drew <laughs> i'll take that jesus christ <clears throat> no i think i think the most i, I think i'm constant i'm always proud of drew in moments i think like I, it's always in the middle of something because i'm always like i it, i don't i live i like i can't see the forest for the trees in the moment so it's like in the middle of a drew concert when you're in your element and I re- I forget and then remember how good of a musician you are. Like I mean, you're a good oh, showman and you're a good host and you like put on a great show. But then like I watch you play the piano and guitar and I forget how skilled you are. And I'm just like I'm always like so proud to wow. be around it and watch people and watch people watch you. That's like a thing I I got from my dad. My dad like mm. chokes up watching other people watch people he likes. And so yeah. that's something that I think also I I find a lot of I swell up with pride in those moments. Very sweet. Oh, love that. Thanks, Man, Alex. I have to think very, very hard. Sweet. That was nice. Yeah. See, see, we're not taking up too much time talking about each other. This is lovely. Look at us. Look at us. Hey, Cobra, what are you most proud of when yeah. it comes to your pals here? Oh, um, well, I think uh, for Alex, I was enormously... Well, proud, you're right, is a tricky word because it implies that... Um, a sort of almost like a paternal thing, which I don't. We've feel all looked at you though happen. as our dad. Yeah, yeah. I know that. I know that you feel that way. I feel like you are my father. Yes. Yeah. I think um, Alex's wedding was a really oh, special moment, and, and uh, yeah, and I I got to officiate that, which was really special. And so I was like next to his wife, the closest person to you at the moment, and it was uh, really lovely. And Alex revealed that. Years ago, as a part of a some sort of a an auction for Broadway Cares, the Actors Fund or something, he had uh, bid on and won a oh coaching session with me, and he just sat on it. Yeah, for he like sat 10 on it years. for almost a decade. F and I knew about it the whole time, yeah. and we also never said anything, which is amazing yeah. to me. Yeah, yeah, and he presented it to me at the wedding, and I was I was proud of that. Strength. <laughs> Ooh, I drank too much. I drank way too much at that wedding. Um, F. I had known F for years before I had ever seen them do their own material like i had seen f in everyone else's concert and sung with f in everyone else's concert but the first time i saw songs in the key of f was a revelation maggie and sam all day i was just gonna say that best song 
Yeah. It was just totally new to me. I mean, I just never heard that part of your voice. Like that was, that was totally new and uh, really, really thrilling because I had only ever seen you brilliantly interpret other people's work. Uh, so to see, you know, this is such a sweet you, day. You know, yeah, this, this is a real boost for me. Yeah, this is this feels oh, this is rare for us. Oh, are you kidding? Oh. Yeah, oh, and boy. Drew, this is gonna sound like a joke, but it's really not. Like, I think I worry about Drew the oh, most for sure. <laughs> okay, yes. yeah, all right. <laughs> but then the first, the first time we, the first time, who was it? It was F and I. The first time F and I met Allie, your girlfriend. Mm-hmm. You put out this really beautiful charcuterie plate. <laughs> and, and like the apartment was beautiful and Allie was so lovely. And there was this gorgeous charcuterie that like, and I remember making like a big deal about the charcuterie. Really, like, yeah, I make I charcuteries now. Charcuterie. It's like, I'm at the part of my life where I can throw together a charcuterie board. And I, it was like watching you all of a sudden like become a grown ass man. Your barometer of what grown up is is hysterical. No, but that, to me. but that I get that. I actually do understand that because I felt that when I looked in when I was in your new apartment, I was like, "This is." Yeah, I'm gonna throw up right now. This is the apartment <laughs> of an adult man. I'll tell you what, though, like it was a really nice charcuterie. Besides the fact that there was a charcuterie, like it was well curated and wow. delicious. It's F's turn. Yeah. So 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 my three my three are Drew when we sang with the symphony. Mm. Getting oh, to yeah. sit and, and 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 granted, I I had an absolute blast like singing and and listening to Cobra sing and things like that and Guarini killing it and Lily Cooper. It's like it was a, it was a great great Fun night. Head. But at one point in time I snuck in the back and I just like watched and I like sat next to Kelly for my a mother. second. And it was just Kelly's that that spot. moment of just sitting there and going like there's a symphony playing Drew's music and it's stuff that we'd heard voice memos of, and we'd heard sung by people at, at Joe's pub and other, you know, other really cool things. This wasn't atypical in the fact that it was other people experiencing your music, but seeing you on a grand piano with a uh, symphony. That is wild. The juxtaposition between a voice memo and a symphony is insane. Is- <laughs> there's nothing in between by the yeah. way for many of the songs that we did that was the leap and I, just a quick story about that symphony gig cobra since you were the first person singing uh on that evening i don't know if you remember me running backstage before they called my name to introduce me to walk to the piano i threw up in the dressing room because i was so mm-hmm. nervous and then ran yeah. like literally as i'm getting backstage like and here's drew <laughs> Gasparri. i had puke on my lips i was walking out like this there's videotape of it oh my god uh yeah. all right i keep going sorry next up uh cober i remember i found out you were going on as sepos in uh she loves mm-hmm. me yeah. And mm-hmm. ran to the box office to try to get a ticket. Did get a ticket, and the funny thing was, I you know I had gone to um, Bucks County Playhouse and seen you play the KFC guy with like an eye patch in a baseball yeah. thing. Um, mm-hmm. I've seen you do so many things, and there was something about like the last minute nature of this, and also that like I never imagined that someone was going to actually cast you as like an old man. And then watching you play this kind of curmudgeon dude, I was like, he's home. He's, he's home. <laughs> Finally, our boy is home. He's achieved his final form. <laughs> I, I would have given anything to see you play George in that. 
Like it would have yeah. been, uh, I think, I think it would have been everything I needed and wanted to see is to see you take that, but to see you do the thing that now I have seen you do in like beautiful and so many other shows now that you just go this old yeah. weird man. Yeah, you just go. I'm just the old guy yeah. that kind of walks in and goes, "Yeah, that that, that was yeah, the day Cobra okay. sealed his yeah. fate." <laughs> I remember really quickly just because it came into mind, Cobra. I don't remember. I never remember the name of this show, and I'm going to say a funny thing to make you remember. I saw your final dress rehearsal for the National Lampoon's French Vacation. What's it called? Yeah, uh, Roman Holiday. Roman Holiday, and um, and so you played yeah. a reporter at the end of the show. Cobra had like four lines total in this show, yeah. <clears throat> and at the end of this final dress, re- they've been rehearsing. This is their day before they're going to out of town to go do this show. Cobra has a reporter, <laughs> and he forgets his name. <laughs> he goes, he's like, he's like a. It gets to him. There's a pause because he doesn't realize it's him. It's like he doesn't hit his cue, and he goes, and they kind of looked at him, and he goes. Uh, uh, Richard uh, Ravens have been, uh, and then the whole cast lost it. I, this has nothing to do with anything, but it just reminded me of Cobra playing uh, parts he's uh, built for and destined to play again. Yeah, my whole career is just a waiting game yeah. until I'm old and weird enough to play all the old weird characters I've been doing this whole time. F, you got one more. <laughs> right, um, F. And for Brightman, this is way, way back in the friend times. I remember. We we were in an acapella group in college called the Enharmonics. Cool. And you had you had left. You had left. There's the old familiar flavor. Um, you had you had you had left to go do History Boys in L.A. Stop the story You'd for come a second because I want to hear it. But that was insane. That was so funny and so true. Cool. Okay. I'm sorry. 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 Anyway, oh, that was good. Right. So, so Brightman, Brightman <laughs> had come back to to do like had like left school and then like came back to just sing with the group for a little bit. Um, while while you were you know getting getting back to thinking about coming back to school, all these things, and I remember we walked outside after rehearsal one day. And we were in the, I remember exactly, it doesn't exist really anymore in Washington Square Park because of the reformat. I don't know this story. Um, But you were like, you were, it's when you told me that you were going to do Wicked. Oh my God. And you you had just booked it and you were like, I can't really tell anybody because we just, you just come back to the group. And it was this, it was this really funny thing. And you were like, Hey, so I'm going to, I'm going to go do that. I can't be in the group anymore. I got to go do this thing. And I was, I, I just lost my mind with excitement. And I think it was this, it was this crazy thing that, you know, the amazing things that you, you have gone and continue to do, but that there was this, there was this like quiet moment in Washington Square Park where both of us like went to school, but that we were just kind of sitting there in the park. And I found out this thing that would be this new like juncture in your life going forward. And it wasn't, it wasn't a... It was the first time I, I learned in, in myself about what it felt like to know that you were so good friends with someone that jealousy didn't exist. Yeah. Like, I, it was that thing that I was like, and, and that's how I've always felt about the three of you and why it's been this really, really, I think, great friendship that we've had. Because the, I, I've, I heard other people in college being like, oh, I booked this or I did this. And I'm like, oh, man, I want to do that, too. And I don't necessarily want to take it away from them, like that kind of thing. But like, I want to I want to do it, too. And this was one of those things where I, I wanted to put you up on my shoulders and run through the park being like, do you know who this is? Yeah. 
no. <laughs> well, thank you. That was very nice. I remember how devastated I was. That was the weird part. Thinking, I do remember this story, and I I remember feeling extremely torn in a weird way of like this thing of like this great thing, but I was like I was young enough to be like, but I want to do my acapella group too. <laughs> Who will sing the solo in the lion sleeps tonight? No, we didn't do those kind of. Things. <laughs> This is a quiz for each of us. This is the friendship quiz that I've put together. Okay. So there's a there's a Cobra edition, there's an F. Michael edition, and there's a Bridie edition and a Gaspo edition. When it is the Cobra edition, Cobra, you cannot answer, but you can answer for the other two. And I think you all get what I'm trying to say here. You understand the rules. All right. So this is for Bridie okay. and F. And I guess I'll keep mm-hmm. score because why not? Okay. Whoever loses is kicked out of the morons. Okay. Okay. Oh. And don't try to lose because I said that. Don't try. I got to leave for a show in like 10, 15 minutes, though. So. Here we Just go. Dover edition. This is the friendship quiz with the morons. Bridie and F, these questions are for you. To buzz in, just say buzz or something. Okay. Can we say buzz, buzz his girlfriend? Woof. Yeah, you can say that. In fact, that's <laughs> protocol from now on. Okay. Say buzz his girlfriend, woof, to answer your question. Okay. What what is Cobra's wife's maiden name? Buzz Buzz's Buzz girlfriend Woof Unger. All right, I, I I F started saying it first. You said Unger. Correct. <laughs> Bonus question: What is Farah's dad's magician name? If you can't answer, <laughs> girlfriend Woof. Okay, yes, go for it, Alex. Ragnu the Okay. It's Ragnu the Okay. Now here's my favorite bonus question because I honestly couldn't think of it. What is his real name? Ragnu the okay. That's what I thought. <laughs> I know this. His wow. name is Bruce okay. Unger. Ooh, that's His such a great name. Richard Tell me it's Bruce. Unger. Is it George? What is it? No, it's not. What a, is it? It's, it's Jay. Oh, yes. I do now remember J-A-Y. that that you said it. Okay. <laughs> I spent the better part of the morning today with, on the phone with him, helping him edit his latest magic special. No way. Wow, he's still do- That's kind of amazing. Great job. Wait, there's more. This is still the Cobra edition. Here we go. F and Bridie, this question is for you as well. Andrew plays poker with this famous stand-up comedian. Buzz's girlfriend, woof. Yes, Bridie. Lewis Black. <laughs> That is correct. It is Lewis Black. Yeah. Cobra, please, please correct me if I'm wrong on any of it's these. It's been years, but I used to. Yeah. Yes, but you you used to. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, all right. Here we go. Ready? My dad saw this Lewis a... Black at a dentist. Thanks, Brady. Oh, fantastic. This is a two-parter. So far, all of the questions about me are about other people I know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How many Broadway shows has Andrew Cobra been in? Bonus points if you oh. can name them chronologically. Oof. I only say oof because there's so many. Uh, Buzz is Buzz's girlfriend. Woof. Yes, F. Go for it. Okay. Uh, so, Hair, the American Tribal Musical. Okay. If you really got to do that. Yep. Yep. Um, then Les Misérables. Then She Loves Me. Then Sunday in the Park with George. Then Beautiful. 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 Then Oh Wait No School Beautiful. of Rock was before Beautiful. And everything else, I don't think I can say. Oh, right. There's news we can't say. Because he hasn't, he hasn't <laughs> been in them yet. Yeah, that's right. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think yeah. I think six, and I think that, that was correct? the order. He wasn't in six. No, he wasn't in six. Oh, six. Oh, I see. No, the All right, so, Cobra, was he correct? He was exactly right. 
Wow. Thank you. Wow. Way to go. I wouldn't have gotten yes. I forgot about order. Um, I do have to go to Frozen wow. Music. Okay, okay. We'll speed this up. All right. Oh. Let's speed this up. This is the F. Michael edition. So, Bridie and Cobra, these questions are for you. F has talked about this film as being his favorite movie more than four trillion times. What is the title of that movie? It's some nerd shit. I mean, no, nah, it's, it's it's not, but I know it. And I know, I, I guarantee Bridie knows it. Wait, what? You give a hint. Uh, yeah, give a hint, F. Um, it, it was uh, written and directed by um, a Broadway playwright. Oh, 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 Buzz's girlfriend, woof. I can't believe I didn't know that. I, I'm an idiot. Yeah, in Bruges. Yes, that is correct. I, can't believe, I cannot believe I didn't get that right away. Sorry, in F. In Bruges. Moving right along, because F has Olaf call, so here we go. What was the show that gave F. Michael Haney his equity card? <sighs> Buzz's girlfriend, woof. Yeah, what? hit it, Cobra. Was it? Dog fight? That was no, going to be my no. guess too, but it's not. No. no, and I think I and I think I no. know it. And was it? Could, Wait, here's I the clue. I know. This is going to be woof. Yes, plant that ate dirty socks. That's it. That's it. That's that is friend. it. Wow. Brady, Brady, is cleaning up. Uh, here's the last one. This is this is the last question wow. for F. Michael Haney. Auditioned to play a rock icon in a short-lived HBO series starring Ray Mo- Ray Romano, among others. Who was the rock star he auditioned to play? Buzz's girlfriend, I mean, Wolf Meatloaf. F, am I correct in saying you auditioned to play Elton John for the TV series Vinyl? I did. You kind of put it in I a know. I put way. it in a miss. I, I, I thought was... people would get it if I said Vinyl. I said an HBO series starring Ray Romano. No, Ed Network was Everybody Loves Raymond. That was CBS, a point for Cobra. <laughs> yeah. Because F has to go, we're moving along. This is this is the Bridey edition. Alex Brightman was nominated for two Tonys for his work in School of Rock and Beetlejuice. Who did Alex lose those Tonys to? Oh, good one. Okay, Buzz the Girlfriend Wolf. Yes. Um, I think Leslie Odom. That's correct. One for Cobra. And that I think was the that would have been the School of Rock Tony. That I was believe? that's correct. Okay. That's correct. Who did we lose Beetlejuice to? We. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who did we lose Beetlejuice to? Jesus Christ. That's right. Who did we lose? Who took our yeah. Tony? Um, the hint is he has a ridiculously Italian name. <laughs> I don't have that one. F. Do you have that one? Yeah, uh, no. Joey Pantaleone. F. Care to take a take a guess here? Um. Can you tell us the show? No. That'll give it away. No, no, the show, show will give, give it, it away. away. The answer is Santino Fantana, and you guys stink. Santino Fantana. This is yeah. an easy one, but I'm going to lob it out anyway. Alex Brightman's penis was on full display in this pilot episode of which short-lived series? Um, I, Buzz's yes, girlfriend Wolf. Smilf. That, that is, is correct. correct. If I had a nickel for everyone that sent me a screenshot of that dick, I would have. Ten thousand dollars. <laughs> I, I was I was filming that when Donald Trump was elected, and it was the weirdest. It was the weirdest right. time of my life to be in Boston. Wow. I was in Boston. That explains why you were hard. No, oh, come on, I wasn't. <laughs> the, ah, come on, come on. Everybody that's seen it knows I wasn't. Come on. The Gaspo edition. Here we go. Drew wrote the score for the 2019 Super Bowl publicity stunt Skittles commercial, the Broadway musical, Cobra's favorite musical that I've written. Who wrote the book? To that music. Uh, Buzz Girlfriend Wolf, Will Eno. Yes, Will Eno is correct. Do we get bonus points if, if we can sing the, the songs from it? Yeah, if you can, honest to God. Advertising, it ruins everything. All right, one point for F. 
F and Cobra are neck and neck. Brightman is oh, leading, yeah. and none of these points mean yeah, anything. Two truths and a lie. Drew dropped out of college one week before graduating. Drew was commissioned to write a musical for pharmaceutical juggernaut Pfizer. Drew was the test contestant for Oprah Winfrey's reality show, The Big Give. Which one is a lie? Buzz the Girlfriend Wolf, the first yes. one. It was, I don't think it was one week. I think that Cobra's wrong. Okay. Buzzy Girlfriend Wolf, uh, the, the Pfizer one. Nah, Buzz's Girlfriend Wolf, it was the Oprah one, is not true. Uh, he did the Oprah one. That one I know is true. The Oprah one's definitely true. The Oprah true. one is true. It is? I've never the heard commotion that. The commotion for uh, Pfizer is true, and Cobra is correct. All right, there's a tiebreaker between Bridie and Cobra, so we'll make it a really easy one, whoever gets there first. Okay. Oh. Drew was in a band with his sisters. What was the name of that band? But Buzz Girlfriend Wolf. Oh, uh, St. Adeline. That is correct. That is correct. Ready? Okay. F, F you have one, you have one chance to redeem yourself before you go. And this is because last year, everybody made a big birthday faux pas for one of our friends. Cobra and F, when is Alex Brightman's birthday? <laughs> February 5th. It's in April. No, I'm in April, you jackass. He is February 5th. He's got it. February 5th. Right. Nailed it. Done. Okay. All right. You guys, before you leave, <laughs> F, before everybody leaves, this is actually a lot of fun. I want to do I want to do more of these, just the game edition. I think we could do this really silly. This is fun. Let F go. We can keep going. Yeah, you guys can all keep no, going. No, I, I got things I got to do, too. This is, we're going to, we're going to wrap it up here. Okay. Uh, but I do want to say that I love seeing you. And, and even when we're casually yeah. talking over a, a virtual platform like this is, I just get so tickled. And, do you need us for uh, this? Should is we go? This the, is this the outro? You guys can leave, like, start dissipating one by one as I... Let us know when you're going to start recording. <laughs> also, by the way, when, no, it... when you when you release this, make sure that you pop a story on Instagram. Yeah. Y'all got to check out Josh Bro. I'm telling you what. Pop a story, Josh Bro. He pops a good story. F, have a great show tonight. <laughs> and I love you guys. Love you. Bye, everybody. We'll see you love next you. time, everybody. Bye, bye, bye. Bye. I love you. Love I love you. you. Bye, everybody. <laughs> love you. You guys watch Yellow Jackets? No, not yet. I gotta. You know gotta... what Farrah and I are watching? This is going to surprise you both. What's that? We're watching old seasons of Ink Master on Netflix. That is so surprising. I thought you'd That's be like kind of kinky. Are you enjoying it? It's great. We we love it. I mean, we we watch it every night. It's great. There's three old seasons on Netflix, and it's it's really fun to watch. Are you recording this? You are recording. We're this. we're currently binging. The uh, Harry Potter movies again. Oh man! You know how many times have you done that? A lot. I okay. told you that Asher just got into Harry Potter. Oh, didn't it? So magical. Right. I can't. But here's the thing with Harry Potter for me, and it's <sighs> the same with Star Wars and Lord of the Rings. It's when an adult comes up to me and they go, "You're such a Ravenclaw," or they tell you okay. they're a Hufflepuff. Well, that's a bad and I want to punch them in the face. Okay. Yeah, well, but that's this, not Harry you Potter's. shouldn't post this part on Twitter because you will get hate mail. Bring it nerds <laughs> here's i don't like star wars or lord of the rings or game of thrones or anything yeah because that's harry nerdy right yeah no harry potter is definitely cooler than that hey fuck you hey. drew <laughs> hey, fuck you <laughs> hey i got no stake in any of these games nobody's safe on, on now we're on now we're chatting what's it called i haven't i haven't posted an episode in, in three months so it's i think, that's I, a really I think probably the ziegler one got you some good got you some good faith though yeah, it made me uh it made me quite listen to for about a month and then uh Excellent. Wait, what's it really then, called? Now, now we're, we're talking. talking. 
You've Come been on this. You've, this is your second time on the podcast. I because you yeah. were my first interview. Uh, right, and it showed. <laughs> my I have dinner that just arrived. What is it? I got bear burger. Ah. Oh, what'd you get? I got a, a veggie patty. Okay. Okay. I love you guys. <laughs> I love you too. Goodbye. Bye. Hey, thanks everybody for listening. Now We're Talking is a proud member of the Broadway Podcast Network. You can find out more about me and this podcast at bpn.fm slash now we're talking. We're also on Instagram at NWT Podcast or Twitter at NWT underscore pod. A big special thanks to the morons. That's Alex Brightman, Andrew Kober, and F. Michael Haney. I love you boys. Thanks for coming by and chatting. Make sure to subscribe and rate this podcast wherever you stream your amazing podcasts. And if you feel like supporting, be sure to check out the Patreon and give us your money. Give us your money. Give us your money. Keep tuning in for more amazing guests every single week. And uh, that's all I got to say. All right. Bye, everyone. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply.